ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. I'm Adam Bates, we're progressing through book three currently, and today I'm going to break down a passage uh, from book three, and it's passage 14. No more wondering. You are not likely to read your own jottings, your histories of the ancient Greeks and Romans, your extracts from their literature laid up your old age. Hurry then to the end. Abandon vain hopes. Rescue yourself if you have any care for yourself while the opportunity is still there. This passage gives me a wonderful analogy that I can use that is very, very, well, current almost, you know, talking about something I was going through in my own head a few weeks ago. But firstly, it's interesting to note that Marcus is hinting there that he was he was doing another work, like, you know, not just the meditations, but it seems that he had an interest in possibly producing his own, like, historical textbook, so to speak, to, that, that would have gone alongside, you know, the history books that he had at that time. Almost like a goal, a dream that he had for something to do that, that was intended, unlike meditations, intended to be published and passed out. Now, I, I actually, uh, just before recording this, I actually uh, messaged Donald Robertson, um, as you guys will know, did an interview of him recently. He is like an expert on the actual life of Marcus Aurelius and, you know, the, the history at that time as well. Um, and, and Donald's view on this was that from his pri- Marcus's private correspondence um, to his master or yeah, mentor, so to speak, of, of rhetoric, um, which was Fronto, he did touch on the possibility of, of doing such a, a challenge of writing his own historical accounts um which you know and as Donald said that would have been quite interesting and fascinating to read um obviously you know just just for the fact that Marcus's interpretation of of history up until that date would have been available to us is, is just a fascinating thought but then also, as Donald's pointed out um, when he replied as well, he said, uh, you know, how Marcus can be quite dismissive of people like Alexander the Great and Julius Caesar. So to have actually seen him try to tackle a historical kind of like text to write himself, but doing so, no doubt, with an objective opinion, that would have been really fascinating to read. And of course, in the passage itself, what Marcus is realising, though, is that he has to prioritise. You know, we, we do only have 24 hours in a day and, and there are great things that we can accomplish if we organise our lives around what's most important to us. But sometimes, even the things that are most important have their own hierarchy, you know, and, you know, Consider the time it would have taken out of him to re- to research and, and to write a historical text. What he's trying to do here is is tell himself that that's that's like his hobby, and that he has his priorities that he should be focusing on. And obviously, as you know, leader of the Roman Empire, th- those are quite great. And. I've talked on similar things in previous episodes with regards to obvious analogies, i.e., you know, the difference between sort of wasting time sitting around watching Netflix or if we're in dialect with someone else talking about, you know, what's happening on a soap next week or something. 
rather than using that time to do something that's yeah the most important thing in your life to fulfill your life but what about the things that are most important i.e if you have you know perhaps the most important thing the second third fourth most important thing in your life how can those link together you know can we give a hundred percent focus to all of them and the analogy that i'm going to use that i went through recently is one of the reasons actually that's resulted in me doing these podcasts very frequently again same with the stoicism for modern life one that i do with jamie keeling as well now I realised that I like really enjoy writing, and 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 yeah, one of my goals is to have like published books as well as this kind of content. Okay, but the thing is, I'm also really interested in the art of writing itself. You know, the the art of um, not just like vocabulary, but the construction of sentences and the sound and uh, uh, of the actual passages and stuff that I write. So that comes from a songwriting background. You know, I, I write, just write songs, but pride myself in the lyrics and the flow and stuff. And that really was setting me up, I feel, to be able to write literature in, in, in a style that, you know, is regarded just as great for its literary component as well as the content. Now, as I started pursuing this, and don't get me wrong, I've wrote so many things and I am working on evolving many of these concepts into books and stuff as well. But with the one that I was sort of really focusing on, um, I, I perhaps if I go back, you know, for a couple of months perhaps, um, you know, up until a few weeks ago, I could sit there and I could spend hours and hours with the content on a page in front of me, then changing and playing with the words on the page, so to speak, so that when it's then read aloud, it sounds a certain way, flows a certain way, so that it's articulated in a way that sounds really nice and could therefore be considered as great literature, no matter what the subject matter. And whilst that's fascinating to me and, and, you know, I could sit there and do that for ages and it's it's fun, it's interesting, it's challenging as well for me to improve myself in that context. What I realise is what's my priority? Because I stopped to think and realised how much time I was spending doing this and we don't get to live forever. <laughs> As uh, If you're listening to this show, I'm sure you, you'd appreciate that. And if I were to die, you know, a few months from now or something, what would I be leaving behind? What's more important to me as well? Is it more important for me to be regarded as a great literary expert? Or is it more important to me to be regarded as someone who gave like content and concepts to the world that change people's lives. And there are many, many of those that I have. Obviously, I've started um, putting some things out on the uh, Ads Fitness on Psychology, Human Behaviour and Mental Health podcast. There'll be much more to follow. But it made me realise if I were going to put all those concepts and all the work that I want to put out, if I were going to put it out in that way, 
it could probably take me a thousand years just because I'm playing with the language and articulation of the, of the concepts I'm trying to portray. And some of those, therefore, would probably not, not, you know, see the, even not see the light of day or would, you know, not allow me to have the time to work on ones to follow up on as well. Yeah, an example is some of the concepts that I will at some stage be releasing this year, whereby I've, you know, seen how we go through research and stuff, seen how we actually misunderstand things like ADHD, bulimia, and misunderstand the psycho- psychological elements of those and relating that to the science and research that is available on the actual like physical structures of the human brain. So those things I wouldn't be able to like put out this year if I were focusing on every single thing being done with that literary skill as well, you know, so something that I could do perhaps like, yeah, I know, speak for 20 minutes in a podcast could take me months to write if I'm actually trying to do it as an art form in itself with regards to the writing component. So it made me realise that my place on the earth, the most important thing to me is to actually get the stuff out that can help people. And, you know, the literary art in itself, may not be appealing to it as wider audience. And it made me think, well, you know, Plato, Marcus Aurelius, they didn't have the ability to communicate with the whole world in an instant that we have now. And if they did so, maybe they would be doing podcasts and things like that as well. And then in their spare time, you know, so a a lot less of the time that they have available would be spent on that hobby aspect so to speak of the actual quality of the literature so you know certainly from marcus's point of view anyway obviously plato is very focused on that component anyway but um you know ultimately the, the podcasts give me a great way to give stuff to you guys and then i'd much rather be known and leave a legacy and know that when I do come to the end of my life, I feel fulfilled because of the stuff that I've done that has helped progress society and helped improve lives. That's my goal. That's what I want. Whereas if I were to have like this incredible piece of literature, yeah, it could be considered one of the best pieces of literature of all time. If that was all I had, though, because I spent years and years doing it and it didn't have all this, these concepts, these podcasts and everything that I'm putting out to you guys now, I wouldn't actually feel fulfilled. So rather than thinking, you know, I want to write what 10, 10 great works of literature in my lifetime, what have you. No, I want to get all these concepts out and then think of more. I, w- I want to get this podcast reaching more people, follow it with books and, and more writing and things and do everything that I can with that focus of educating society in ways that will improve society and improve humanity. And, you know, that that's my goal. How far I get with that is, is going to be down to me and how I spend my time and everything else. But, you know, we have to set our ambitions high. And I'd much rather do that. And then on the side, if I were to have, you know, I, I still want that goal of having a great work of literature. Well, just one of those is good enough for me in my lifetime if I can manage that. But even if I don't, if I've done stuff that has helped humanity and progressed the world, that is far more important to me and I'll still feel fulfilled as a result. So guys, the reason I'm saying this is to 
reiterate, if you like, that importance of analysing yourself, but not just not just on the surface, but really going deep down, you know, because there may be a few things that can do good, a few things that you want to do, but we do only have so much time. And it's important for us to analyse ourselves and then from that analysis, that understanding of us, it's much easier to know how much time to focus on certain things and, and to be as productive as possible at what matters most to us. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Um, I've also today actually woken up to another couple of friggin' awesome messages. Thank you so much for this. Um, please keep me coming in. Please like keep leaving your reviews, ratings. Let's help this show grow. Do spread the word. And as I said before, the more you do so, the more we're actually working together to improve lives. Thank you, everyone. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>